the two divides. In this episode of Basic Freedoms, filmmaker and host Ari Gold talks to Jeff the Dude Dowd. Jeff is a film producer and activist and also the real-life inspiration behind the Dude character played by Jeff Bridges in The Big Lebowski. You can also watch episodes and follow us at basicfreedoms.tv. Who did the two of us meet? I feel like we might have met at Sundance a long time ago. Is that possible? It's most possible. Probable. Possibly on a chairlift. That's possible. Possibly beating our way into a party. That's possible. Uh, I know we met again here at a Bernie event. Of course, I remember that. Um, but uh, but I know we you know we had been Facebook friends for years and years and I and we met somewhere, but uh, I don't remember who it was. Sadly. It's even worse when you run into truly beautiful, swellingant Renaissance women, and you don't remember when you met them. Okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah. One 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 was the last time that happened to you. Mm, this morning. <laughs> So do you make up a story? Do you say, actually, it was... No, no. I, just, I just go with the flow. Right, right. Uh, that's not surprising. Um, but unfortunately, unlike you, I'm not a musician. But I like to hang with musicians. You know, when I was 17, I was fortunate enough for my stepbrother to be traveling around Europe with the Rolling Stones on concert and in the studio and stuff like that. How, how did that. you manage to... What was the connection? That's, a, that's a classic tale. It's one of our classic tales, which we can talk about later. Okay. Uh, you yeah. sure you want to do it now? We can cut up, you know. Yeah, we can do, we can do it later. But classic we, tales we, is going to be a we show met, that he's. We met him. We met him in Bologna, Italy, when we were there. With, so this is at the point when you know we were only seventeen. We thought these were old guys. They were actually only twenty-two. Actually, writing a song now that we'll be doing called "Step by Step" about how we can step by step change our future. Yeah, I mean, step by step. You want to talk about that concept of changing the world step by step? Because I know, for, for me, it feels like step by step it works, and then you hit a wall where you need to you need a power drill or a bulldozer or at least a ladder to get over the wall. Step by step, sometimes feels like it doesn't work. But what do you think? I mean, we well, we are facing a wall right now. We are, and we aren't. You know, the, the, this is. I'm more optimistic right now than I've ever been in my life about social change. Even with all the very scary and heavy and some of the Trump stuff and a lot of that stuff going on. Not some of the Trump stuff, but a lot of it, okay? Um, and the reason I'm optimistic is, you know, back in the day, in the 60s and 70s, there was great cultural change and political change, but not systemic change per se. Mm-hmm. Right now, every system is in motion. Transportation is changing. Energy is changing. Communication is changing. Health is changing. Finance is changing. Systemically. So the question is, which way will that go? How bad can it be? How good can it be? Mm-hmm. And, and, and frankly, there's models throughout the world, sometimes a mile away, of people who have addressed those things and made great systemic changes you know, that are sustainable, etc., etc. So are we going to go to where the opportunists are going who kind of live in the past right. trying to pres- you know sh- you know milk the last out of oil and stuff like that when they yeah. know full well 
and have invested yeah. $20 billion in alternate energy systems, but they're going to try to opportunize that. Yeah, or are we going to do, you know, together show models that work, okay? Mm -hmm. and, and, and Well, Sh Shell apparently just yesterday said that they're pulling out of their investment in uh, Keystone because, not because they suddenly got, uh, you know, moral about it, but because economically it's not making sense for them. Now, when you have, you know, Germany moving towards 92%, you know, sustainable energy and they've got rid of nukes and they have more cloud cover than Seattle, you know, it shows what's possible, and that's also shown in many communities in America, okay? So the point is, if we can show models mm -hmm. of what's happening right now that people can emulate, copy elsewhere, and there's so much great systemic change. So, paradoxically, as Huxley said, the truth lies at both extremes at once, often side by side. Jeff talks more about what he sees as contradiction in the world around us. You can also watch episodes and follow us at basicfreedoms.tv. We're at a time of really scary stuff going on and painful stuff and hurtful stuff for a lot of people who are in the bullseye. Uh, but at the same time, all this great stuff is happening, okay? So it's kind of our role to show what's possible and how we sort through that, you know, is going to be, you know, challenging and, and wonderful and all that stuff. It goes back to the Huxley thing of the truth lies at both extremes at once, often side by side. It goes back to that we live in a time of paradox city with everything. There's great things about Trump, or at least what he was saying, you know, hitting some responsive chords on certain things. But then there's other sides. It's, it's a paradox. It's all paradoxy. Hillary Clinton. Really, really good and paradoxically really, really bad opportunist, okay? Mm -hmm. Who represented the past, okay? Yeah. In some ways, you know? So, I mean, it's, we, it's really Paradox City that we're in right now. You know, we all have our really good sides. A lot of what Trump did, look, these guys took down the Republican Party in about six months. Okay. Well, but they took it down temporarily, but actually they ended up handing, they're now handling the Republicans exactly what they've wa always wanted. And the stuff, the, this, endorsing e him. this EPA guy, yeah, Scott who's, who's responsible for all the earthquakes in Oklahoma, I mean, this is an insane disaster. What's going yeah, on? This with is that the that one neck that really of, freaks me out. In that neck of the woods, okay. Yeah, that's the one that freaks me um, out. The you, know, you know, but we have a call. We have a we have a you know, this is our call, mythological call, certainly mine, and all of ours to get the truth out there and show what's possible in the future. Politicians have very, very, very led in America. So all mm -hmm. those are depressed about the election. Keep in mind that it's always been movements. Mm -hmm. Cultural movements, singers, Woody Guthrie's. John Lennon's, you know, matches and stuff like that. Um, plays, writers, unions, you know, LBG, you know, T stuff, um, you know, that have led the way. Mm -hmm. Women's liberation, civil rights, black power, you know, blah, 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 human rights, environmental stuff, you know, vets. They lead the way and then the politicians follow it when it's safe. How do you combine storytelling and evolve it with activism and hope and inspiration and create a path to fuel our future. That's what we're trying to do here. So my mythological call on our ways is to share everything I've learned and all my experiences and all my friends and colleagues' experiences in a way that might empower us, mm -hmm. a new generation in particular, but also us to kind of fuel our future. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing this thing called Our Classic Tales. I've been doing, I'm a storyteller. 
within those stories are always examples somehow people change some cultural and political history. That's what makes it interesting. Uh -huh. This isn't just like an extra Facebook thing. This is like an, almost an interactive town hall, uh -huh. okay, of, for the future. Um, and that interactive nature is what really kind of keeps our progress moving forward. Uh -huh. So just to review then, so you'll have like a, a, a piece or an episode will be based on a tale that you're telling, a classic tale. You're using all these different formats, animation, documentary, interview, reenactment, whatever, and then you're presenting in traditional ways, you know, on the networks that can only stream outwards, but then you'll also provide a way for people it's to manipulate and, and add to yeah, the it's thing It's currently itself. on the internet. And to essentially it. remix it, yeah, like yeah, people yeah. could take it and do what they wanted with yes, it. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. But they can add something, and so, and, 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 and people have their, you know, and each, by the way, time there'll be another guest classic tale. Mm -hmm. So you might have one, or somebody famous might have one, or it could be a scientist, which could be a great person. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just interesting tale. Have, you know, bite size for the AD degeneration, including myself. Um, and that interactive nature is what really kind of keeps our progress moving forward. Uh -huh. The dude abides. <laughs> The dude abides. The abides. You can follow host Ari Gold on Twitter and Instagram at Ari Gold, that's A R I G O L D, and on Facebook at Ari Gold Films. For more about the series director, visit moanred.com. That's M O A N R E D.